Mark may be blind, but the cape is watching. The cape? How the bloody hell does the cape know what job we're doing? An hour after I know myself! Welcome to Cancelled. Cancelled is recorded live and produced by producer extraordinaire Mike Moody at the Permanent Record Studios in Austin, Texas. We did it, Mike. Let's put a bullet in this bitch, Chris. Holy shit, did we get through all ten episodes of The Cape? <laughs> and I have I will I will just say up front, disappointed in the end, because it's not really an end. Very underwhelmed. Very underwhelming end. Episode nine, liked a lot. Uh, the Razor episode because it's of how bad it is. Okay, I really all right. It. Um, there, like it was just off the chains, dumb. Like his, we'll get into it, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. But whoo, um, yeah. So overall, as a series, a little disappointed in the ending. But let's just fucking get into this. These two episodes. Yeah. First of all, I think uh, at some point in the production, the producers were like, "All right, enough with this kid, man. We don't want to see any more from him because he's like." He has like no lines. Yeah, he barely speaks. I think at one point he, he, did, the he they cut like, can I get some Xbox? Can I play Xbox? Yeah, and then that's it. That, yeah, <laughs> like they're they're like okay, these scenes, these extended scenes with him and his dumb friend or whatever, we're not doing that. Oh, that like, friend disappears. We thought I really thought okay, they're going to set up him having a little friend in the building or whatever. Nope, never see him again. <laughs> that was it. Um, so episode nine is called Razor. And it opens with a R A Z E R, which reason. I just understand. Like, oh, because like he's raising raise... a building, like he's tearing it down. Like, yeah, yeah, okay, that makes sense. Right? I just figured that out. I okay. didn't think of it until you just explained it to me. Uh, but this episode opens with a wildly racist Latino gang uh, just drive by shooting at the police for some reason. <laughs> yes. It, that's how it starts. First of all, the mom and the kid are walking around. Yeah, yeah, they're crossing the street or whatever. And, yeah, and then just like people show up and start shooting at the police. At the, and it says like it opens up and it says gang wars. Yeah, and I'm yeah, like, yeah. okay, so and you see like this low rider comes careening around the corner, but then they just open fire on the cops. Yeah, for no discernible reason, and then it's not even explained later. There's no. no moment where it's like, oh, the gangs are tired of ARC's corruption because they know they're also criminals. So they're right. like, fuck it, free game on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That never comes up. We no. Don't. And it's just like the middle of heat in the beginning of this <laughs> and it's for no reason. And never mentioned again. We don't know. I, are, well, are we supposed to believe that those gangbangers are poker faces? Oh. Are we? Maybe. Yeah, it's never it's... said explicitly. So we meet another bad guy named Pokerface. Oh yeah, let's talk about this. I, I like. I kind of like Pokerface. I I want more. So you've got scales, right? He's all fucked up. Looks yeah. like a lizard. Now we meet Pokerface. Pokerface got shot in the face at one point, so now he can't, can't blink. blink. So he's got a special like. Uh, he's got one big dude. fucked up eye, and then he's got a dude who just drop gives him eye drops every. Second. And he's supposed to, yeah. So they have like a big fake bug eye on one of his eyes. Yeah. It's supposed to look scary, but he looked like one of the total recall mutants. To me. <laughs> That's what he looked he like. He looked like a garbage can kid, like like a gar- <laughs> like a garbage mail kid. <laughs> yeah. But also, like I want this world to be populated with scaleses and, yeah, yeah. and poker faces and yeah, yeah. No. shitty villains like that, and we just don't really get that. Like I feel like that's a real failed promise of this show in that like we meet scales like in the first episode and we're like oh that's what these the world of these villains are gonna mm-hmm. be and then not really yeah they dabble in it a little bit 
Um, I do like that the wife uh, starts going full-fledged white lady yelling at the manager at the, at that cop <laughs> like immediately. Well, that, that's a great conversation that <laughs> that they have because like a detective shows up and is interviewing people after this. And he seems to be skeptical that it occurred. <laughs> like there was a giant firefight. Right. And he's like uh, – Scores of witnesses. Yeah. And then he says normally this is a pretty calm neighborhood. Yeah. First of all, like you can tell, there's they give a panoramic view. They're downtown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. This downtown isn't, isn't a neighborhood. It's also clearly like downtown. Like there's like an office building and a whatever. Yeah. And they're like, she lives right around the corner. Does she? Right. Where does she live? <laughs> right. It's yeah. very weird. Um. So now, so Cape shows up and he's like in the background watching this conversation happen, of and course. she's yelling at the fucking cop. You guys are incompetent. <laughs> lady talk the, to the manager. She's just going in on this cop. The cop's like, be careful or whatever. He's clearly like annoyed with her. So I'm thinking this episode is going to be about him, Cape, tracking down these people that were in, the, in this gun, like shooting at the cops and then taking on their bosses. <laughs> Not the case at all. We've It, it immediately changes to Rollo has been beaten up by Scales. Right. Because Fleming went to Scales and was like, look, we need to just fucking like – we're buttonheads too much. Let's ha- we'll do this. I'll have the downtown. You have the rest of the city. You can be the godfather of fucking Port City or whatever the fuck it's called. And uh, you know we'll we'll just kind of so we're dividing it. up the territory. So so Max decides not Max uh, Scales decides that he's he wants I guess they call it trolley trolley now? city trolley park trolley, trolley something trolley city I think Tro- whatever, yeah trolley park whatever the fuck it is and I guess that's where Max and them live yeah so that's carnival of crime yeah and he beats the they beat up Rollo to send a message but the message also appears to include like all of their specific plans to take out Max <laughs> that's right like I don't yeah. know why but he like they beat him up and it's like yeah I did being like. He wants uh, you know a, a percentage or whatever. He's coming for you. That would be one thing. But he's like he's hired the Razor, who's this mysterious bomber guy that no one's. I have a real problem with that, by the way. Yeah, yeah. we'll ju- we'll get to it, but <laughs> well, we might as well fuck it. So the whole thing is they they've hired Razor, who is this Australian. All they no one knows what he looks like. Uh, Scales has never met him, but he's a, a bomber for hire. He'll blow up a building, kill you gotta go to people. Australia. All the way to Australia, they had to send for a demolition expert uh, or whatever. Apparently. Why they need a bomber, I don't understand. They got Rollo real easy. They can't just kill Max. It doesn't make any sense, but whatever. They, this is the setup for bringing in this villain. They say no one's ever seen him. No one knows what he looks like. And then she goes in the same breath. He's got a wooden leg and a messed up face. But other than that, no one knows. That seems like a lot to know. That's a very very specific detail. big detail. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you could pick a guy out based on that. For sure. And they should have, and we'll get to that. But uh, (laughs) Vince goes, oh, wait, so so Scales has never seen him. He gets the idea he's going to pretend to be Razor to infiltrate Scales' business and I guess try to pit Scales against Fleming or whatever. That kind of ends up what it becomes. No one's ever seen him. He's a ghost. He comes into town. He blows up a building. He disappears. It's it's the whole setup for this fucking character, right? They find him immediately because (laughs) he takes a cab from the airport (laughs) or whatever to the fucking hideout. Uh, and they just intercept him immediately, uh, put the fucking whammy on him, the Indian guy, like, oh, hypnotizes yeah. him or whatever. And sca- and uh, the, the driver, the, yeah. The, yeah, hypnotizes the driver, and uh, they switch out fucking Razor with Vince. 
Vince, who is Vince has, Vince has some scarring on the side of his face. Somehow he knew exactly, like all the little ones said, he has a fucked up or whatever. Yeah, yeah, he has yeah, a yeah. messed up face. Yeah. Somehow from that, Vince was able to m- put makeup on his face that perfectly matched well, the actual scarring of not the Not that perfectly because later in the oh, episode, yeah. <laughs> and this made me fucking furious – so he gets there, right? He he goes to the fucking uh, Vince shows up. He convinces them that he's fucking Razor or whatever. He is sent ahead with for a all bad these, Australian with accent. A terrible. Good day, mate. Yeah. I blow things up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he has sent ahead instructions for the ingredients he will need to make these this bomb. Oh, and he, it's like organic bat guano. Yeah, and guano. What whatever the fuck? The fuck? Shut up. Yeah. <laughs> Like, that's how Australians make bombs is with fucking bat shit. Uh, oh. Like, they don't have Simtex in Australia. <laughs> fucking stupid uh. bullshit. And the table is just filled with, like, like uh, dish detergent. Oh, sure. Just random fucking items. Uh, but, yeah, because once Vince decides to do this, he's like, well, I gotta take a crash course in bomb, bomb making. making. So from, I guess he just... From who, by the way? Yeah. Who does he... He goes to somebody and he goes, teach me everything you know about bombs. Just to, like, the group... Why do we know they know anything about bombs? They haven't used a bomb once. Uh, <laughs> here's where I get here's where I say not perfect matching with the scarring because a little while there's a there's one of uh, scales' heavies is this fat dude from Boston who uh, is like getting suspicious of of uh, Vince right and at one point he says to him, you know when you called on the phone you told us that we'd recognize you because you have scars on the left side of your face. But you have scars on the right side of your face. And Vince is like, well, you must have heard me wrong. And he goes, well, I guess so. <laughs> or like, I, for, your, for your sake, I hope so. Or something to that effect. How the fuck did we get this far? He has been in this warehouse for yeah, like yeah, eight yeah. hours. He's building bombs. The first, when you show up and you see a dude who said, I have scars on the left side of my face, you see a guy with scars on the right side of his face, and you go, eh, close to fuck enough. You're criminals. That was the one bit of information he gave you to prove it was him. No, no. In Australia, left and right are flipped. <laughs> it's like a toilet. toilet. <laughs> That's what they should have gone with. It's so goddamn stupid. That made me so mad. Like, you get, I'd be like saying, oh, I'm going to show up with a red flower on my lapel, and you show up with a white flower in your pocket, and you go, oh, well, I guess you're a spy. Oh, no. Like, this fucking, it's so goddamn lazy. <laughs> um, the, uh, so the Indian guy, here's the other thing that's happening. This is the, I don't remember if it's this episode or the next. Let me take a look. I got no. Yes, it's this episode. So the Indian guy is getting mad, right? He's getting pissed at Vince yeah, because, like, he's getting, happy. he's getting, like, you're you're a fucking cop. I'm a thief. What is this arrangement we have? I'm not making money. It's not worth going to war with Fleming and Scales for this. I'm going to go up to the East Coast and, like, work on my brother's fucking tech firm or something. Oh, shit, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. <laughs> he had such a bizarre – It was a weird – it wasn't like, um, like, my brother robs banks up there. I'll go up there or whatever. Like, it wasn't that. It was a very specific and this thing. And like, also, it's just, like, because he's Indian? I like, guess. Because he's a <laughs> hypnotist and a thief. I don't understand why that. But, yeah, it was very weird. And and uh, Max says, look – he pulls him aside. He's like, look – I might be a, a nice guy, but helping out cops getting their back with their family is not really what I'm in here for. You've never, he's like, you've never asked me why I'm training him. And, and, and the guy goes, okay, well, whatever, I'm, you know, I'll bite. And he's like, Devereaux. Devereaux. And he's like, what? Are you just telling me this to, to, to keep me like, along or whatever, like to make me stay? And he's like, no, let me prove it to you. 
They never mentioned fucking Devereaux again. Never right? mention this again. <laughs> they don't explain what it is. I was in that final episode. I was waiting for so much shit to be I explained assume, or addressed. So or Devereaux something. in my head is like, oh, that's got to be the big score, right? I'm, I'm thinking. Oh yeah. Okay. Right. This is a group yeah. of criminals. This has to be the like, oh, the the impossible crime. But since we have Vince on our uh, side, oh, we can yeah. pull off this crime. Would make sense. But that is never said or even implied. He just says Devereaux. This guy goes, "What Devereaux?" <laughs> and then Vince shows up, and he's like, "Are you in?" So apparently, Vince knows what the fuck Devereaux is, and then that's it. Oh right. That made me. I'm just confused. Yeah, that's just that doesn't even make me mad. I'm just what. Um, also, all while all of this is happening, Orwell is having a meltdown, uh, presumably from the events of the Lich episodes where she was drugged and held hostage, oh, right? yeah. So I'm guessing okay. it's supposed to be that, but it is not explained. Not even and, a flashback. Thing. And it is dropped very quickly. Yeah. Um, so he, she's freaking out, right? She's acting real weird. She's, like, playing solitaire as opposed to doing work when this fucking uh, drive-by shows up. She paints her entire apartment white. But now when I say entire apartment, I mean like the floor, yeah, yeah. the ceiling, the windows. She just has white paint covering everything. She shows up dressed in white. She says something about having headaches. The next episode, she's just back to normal. It's fine. Yeah. It's just never addressed. She just sort of says, eh, migraines. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Come, they come and go. Yeah, it just, what? Like, I don't... And also, I would blame it on... If this episode... If the next episode tied shit up and gave us an ending, I'd be like, oh, they're dropping shit because they had four – they realized they're getting canceled. They were forced to fucking just rush to an ending, so they let some shit slide. I would yeah. let that go. But that's not the case. They were clearly setting up for continued episodes here. Yeah. So like, oh, yeah. So, the, yeah, they just don't have any real uh, excuse for this. Mean, meanwhile, uh, Elliot Gould is back. Oh, God, yes. There's a lot going on in this fucking episode. Elliot Gould is back, and he, as we know, is a doctor slash psychiatrist for uh, Fleming. Fleming is having – is now progressed to the point where Chess is talking to him in his own head. So he's a split personality. Right. And, and when he's talking to Scales, he's hearing Chess go, let me have him or yeah. whatever uh, in his head. The one thing we do know for sure, those eyes are contact lenses. They, yeah, that, that, We that do see finally... him open up a little case with some contact lenses, so I was like, at least that. Okay. And Elliot Gould tells him, like, I, well, I, let me talk to Chess, and he's going to have, like, I'll come talk to Chess, whatever. Elliot Gould, I might have missed something. He tells him, like, look, you want to help Peter, right? And he basically tells Chess, like, let me let you in on a secret. Yeah. And then we don't know what the secret is, right? Did he say? No. There, yeah, so there's, there's – again, this is just a setup for something that doesn't go anywhere, at least in this season. Right. Where – yeah, Elliot Gould is, is like his child. He said he's known him from this, childhood. Child. Yeah, so yeah. this is like the one trusted person in Peter Fleming's life right. that he's clearly telling everything to. And uh, yeah, so but then it seems like Elliot Gould might have some sinister, some sinister plan, that plan he's of his to, own. That's what it seems like to the point where – I guess – I mean is it hypnosis? I don't know what it is. Like he's able to talk to chess – the personality chess without the personality Peter Fleming knowing, knowing what about said it said yeah. or whatever. Except when Peter Fleming goes to leave, he says, like, let me give you one piece of advice. He's like, always like, never lie to me or always be honest with me or something. Yeah. And this is the only time I'll ever tell I can you. Only that. Tell you once. So like, is it implied he knows something's up? Like, I don't know. It's weird. So so much of this shit is just so confusing. Like it, the way it's written. It's very confusing. The whole series. I'm just like, fucking what? Then our our hero the Kate 
is a real dickhead. Like, this move I thought was, like, out of bounds. So, our Poker Face has, like, these yes, fucking eye drops, right? Yes, I fucking believe it's it. It's insane, right? So, Poker Face... So, all the while... So, while he's there pretending to make bombs, he's also, like, gathering intelligence. He's putting, like, cameras to see what's happening. Yeah, yeah. And he's kind of playing people against each other, right? So, uh... So uh, Scales is going to rob some fucking, like, car delivery truck or whatever, but Vince hears it, so he shows up as the cape, stops the, you know, stops them from robbing the thing or whatever, and he's been also going out and robbing all these other, like, stopping all these other criminals in the, since, since Scales has become the godfather, yeah. to make Scales' godfatheriness seem ineffectual. He uh, – there's a meet between Scales and Poker Face and a uh, nondescript black guy who talks in black guy slang. He doesn't, he doesn't get a name, <laughs> right. but he just says like three of my homies got taken down or whatever. Like, all right. Yeah, so basically they're having like a town meeting of grievances against <laughs> Scales the god. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And so they kind of work it out for a little bit and like make sure you get this shit fixed or whatever. And uh, Poker Face calls for his eye drops and the guy puts the eye drops on and he's just screaming, ah, it burns, it burns, it burns. Then it cuts back to Vince watching, and he's replaced the man's eye drops with turpentine. turpentine. To what end? Yeah. Like, it's not that move. If he had then planted the turpentine on scales, okay, then, that's okay. shitty, but you are – this is part of a larger plan. So he's just a sadist now. Yeah, all he that's does, he did that. Uh, he chuckles and he throws the turpentine in the garbage. So that was just to hurt, to just blind that man? <laughs> you know, it's insane. Yeah. You're a hero. He's a cop, first of all. He's supposed to be a hero. He's supposed to have a moral uh, – that's like torture. Yeah, I mean that's yeah, like in that case – that's fucking horrible. Uh, um, that's worse than waterboarding. Yeah. I mean it's – you're just putting acid in a man's eyeballs for nothing. You're not even like getting information out of him. Nope. Like at least with torture – please don't put me in a position to defend torture. Right. But at least there's an, a goal. Right. There's a goal. You're trying to – where's the bomb or whatever the fuck. This is just to hurt this man so you can see it. It's so fucking really shitty. That was out of place. Really out of place, right? Um <laughs> He keeps fucking up, by the way, as an undercover agent. He's a cop. You would think he's had some experience undercover or whatever. But he just keeps making mistakes and getting caught. Like, he's standing by the window watching all this shit go down. And when that, like, that Boston fuck walks in, what, what are you, are you doing? doing? He's like, uh, who's the cape? He doesn't go like, oh, I'm checking a thing. He just go basically says, oh, I was listening to your conversation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's basically what he just says. Um, he eventually – then there is – uh, yeah, and also it's funny he's not hiding it. If you just think about it, like he's just stand a grown man standing in front of a window right. in plain sight. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like if they had made the shot different, it'd just gone up. Would look and be like, "Hey, hey, guys, what's <laughs> going on? Hey, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah, aren't you supposed to be making bombs? Yeah. Also, how is he constantly sneaking out when he's supposed to be making these bombs? As far as I can tell, it's been a day. He the scales' whole thing was like, I need fucking progress. We need these bombs right away or whatever. But he keeps leaving and coming back, and I don't know that he has a bomb to show them. <laughs> no. Right? The only thing that happens is the one guy like picks up a thing and he's like, that's uh in, or it's like C4 essentially. And the guy's like, Yeah, hey, it looks like gum. And he goes, Yeah, why don't you chew I can't do accents. Why don't you chew it up and put it behind your ear and put a match to it or whatever? Which is a odd like a lot of steps <laughs> to this thing. Um <laughs> This big threat. But uh, uh, then my – so uh, Scales – there's another thing that Vince fucks up and I can't remember exactly what it is. But Scales is like onto him for something. 
there's a moment where Vince like says something yeah. he's not supposed to or whatever, and uh, it, oh, it's it's oh, what is it? Fuck, it's not the sister because that was the initial yeah. trap. There's something Scales tells him that Vince again fucks up. And it, it puts uh, scales on the scent, it. right? And he's like, he goes, "Oh, when I got when I have doubts, it makes my stomach hurt or whatever." Yeah. <laughs> um, and then he leaves, and then he's he sends the fat guy to go get Vince, and uh, the fat guy's got a gun now, and everybody's sitting around this table, right? Oh, this set piece was so I, long and it's drawn so out, so long and insane, and I loved it so much just because of like what it implies. So. There's this box on this – and they're all sitting around this fucking, like, conference table, right? And there's this box. The first – and so and, – uh, yeah. And then Scales is walking around the Walk, table yeah, dramatically. Doing the fucking, like, Al Capone. What do you think in the box? Yeah, 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 So yeah. there's a, this, then the first part's like, this long, like, you know, mm. what's in the box? Right. I mean, like, Gwyneth Paltrow's head? I don't fucking know. You know? <laughs> I thought it was going to be a head. Yeah. I, earlier in the episode, one of uh, – Scales – so, like uh, – when Fleming shows up to have scales, to confront Scales in the beginning after these guys shoot at these cops or whatever, he's like two of our police officers are in the hospital. They've been shot. And Scales says, yeah, well, one of my guys showed up without his head. You know where his head is? And he goes – Oh, yeah. And he's like, oh, it's in a freezer on our compound or whatever, which I couldn't tell if that was him being shitty or if he really just did have that dude's head. It wasn't – it was hard to describe. <laughs> so I'm thinking, oh, maybe it's that guy's yeah, fucking yeah. head or whatever. That's probably what they wanted you to think. Uh, but no, no. He opens it up and it's a cake. It's a cake. Uh, it's a fucking cake. And there's a there's a slice missing. Yeah, which and he starts walking around the table and says, "Who's got a piece of cake? Right. <laughs> cool, or whatever his name is yeah. for being loyal. You yeah. got a piece of cake, and Steve, you and for Jack, your punctuality. That's one of them. That's not even a joke. Right. One of them gets a piece of cake for his punctuality. You got the slice of cake. Yeah, yeah. And these two guys for their speedy getaways, my drivers, Earl and Steve, or whatever. Right. You get a piece and of it's, cake. And it's so long and drawn out. It's like, okay, we know where this is yeah. going. And, but and here's the thing: it's not even like yes, it is long and drawn out. But then it is also like over-explained, because when he gets to the end, he goes, you might have noticed there's a piece of cake yeah, missing. Exactly. You know what that means? Means one of you isn't getting a piece of cake. Yeah, we fucking yeah, know I, one I, of them is not getting <laughs> That's the whole point. It's not everybody gets the goddamn cake. So what this is is sort of a metaphor. Right. So it's going on here. So I'm going to act this out for dramatic purposes. Like I what I also love about this entire scene is that it implies that he had this moment with Vince where he was like got this window of doubt in his head, and then he got like the fat, the so fat British the dude, bakery? off the dude, and he's like, "No, hey, Steve, come! I need you to go pick up a piece of cake, right? <laughs> Gotta get nice, like a a red velvet, white icing. Now, second, I need you to take a slice out of that cake. You can eat it, you can throw it away, doesn't really matter. I just need a slice missing. There's like a whole setup that has to happen for this fucking cake to be involved. It's just my favorite thing yeah, in the world. Like that's his. I love that. It's his initial." response yeah he's not who he claims he is time to go to the bakery <laughs> like, what? all right oh i love it now meanwhile we have forgotten that uh the real razor is being held in a cage at the carnival of the Cra- tiger cage by the way right so, so like, well, i don't know how tiger? tiger yeah well he's probably out for a walker sure practicing for the show or something because they're still by the way doing shows all oh the yeah time. they're all rehearsing yeah yeah um just people he manages around. to get a piece of gum from the one from the, the sexy Nancy girl, whatever. And I was like, oh, well, that's going to be some – somehow that's going to be a bomb or whatever. And he has some little thing. Like I think he pulls out like a tooth that's a bomb or some shit. Or is, oh, the thing is his hearing aid. I think he had a hearing aid in. I think oh. it was that. 
But whatever it is, he pulls that out, puts some gum on it, sticks it to the lock. He's, he escapes. So while this cake scene is happening, next thing you know, the real Razor walks in and oh, fucking yeah, yeah, yeah. and Scales is like, "That means no cake for you." And they all, <laughs> they, they all, and also another scene where that guy just had to wait out there for ten minutes while he went on this fucking cake rant. <laughs> it's like well, you're waiting, you're next on stage and the comics going long, yeah, yeah. and bombing, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, fuck, okay, I gotta wait here. <laughs> uh, but they also another like had to be worked out ahead of time moment <laughs> where he had to tell Razor, oh Razor, I'm glad you made it. So look, I bought this cake. There's going to be a whole thing. I need you to wait till we get to the point. I just love that. Like, look, I'm doing no thing, all right? Yeah, <laughs> criminals <laughs> love. Drama. That is the whole point. <laughs> so they beat the shit out of him. Uh, yeah, they all jump him. They all jump him and just beat the shit out of him, which are out of Vince, which I, I actually kind of like. Yeah. Uh, meanwhile, they somehow the Cardinal of Crime is – oh, because he's escaped, right? They go, fuck, he's, got, he's escaped. They're going to know – they're going to be on the Vince. They're going to torture him. We have to help him. The Indian guy's like, I'm not fucking helping that guy. I don't give a shit. Also, Devereaux not coming back up again. Uh, um, Rollins like, you're a little fucking pussy. And the, and the guy's like, well, it's a fucking cape. Go help him or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And Max is like, good idea. Turns out Max has an extra fucking Another cape, cape this whole goddamn time. I thought the whole thing about the cape, it was one in the millions. Passed right. down from the greatest whatever. Spider. Silk, silk shit. No, there's just, he's just got a fucking chest of cape <laughs> in goddamn place. I, that bugged me. <laughs> like an Iron Man <laughs> amount of yeah, fucking yeah, cape. Yeah, 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 Turns out. D- different capes for different purposes Right, exactly. So he – so Max shows up and rescues Vince uh, by doing a bunch of cape shit. And then there's a line that annoyed me where uh, he says uh, – so he's like he's he, – he, you know, he's rescued – he shows up. He's beat up a couple people. He's rescued fucking Vince. Disappears, goes back to whatever. They're talking to Vince afterwards and Vince says like, how did you do a double rap with the lights out? <laughs> and, and Max is like, you can't teach style or whatever. How is there lingo for the moves that the yeah, cake yeah, can do? Like, uh, yeah. there's a double rap. What do you? <laughs> Shut up! It's so stupid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so like they have some sort of like office jargon that the only cape people know about. It's really fucking dumb. Um, so they they saved the day. She's and they were gonna fuck him up. Oh, they I mean, were they were already fucking him up. Like they they, they were was already to... beating him pretty bad. They were putting a fucking plastic bag over and his head. Poker face had showed, showed up. up and he, he knew so he knew that this guy did that thing to his eyes. Yeah, yeah so he yeah, was gonna like yeah. cut his dick off or something. <laughs> like. <laughs> but he had a big case full of metal. Something. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. You don't see what it is, but he drops it and it jangles. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Oh, metal. So clearly that's like the torture box or whatever. And he was just cool, but like he didn't seem. Scared or anything? No, no. He was saying, like, I'll tell you whatever you want to know pretty quickly into that process, by the way. (laughs) For a hero, it was pretty early into the torture. He got punched (laughs) in the stomach a couple times, and he's like, all right, all right, whatever, man. Uh, And that's where we see Orwell. uh, That's actually the reveal of Orwell painting her apartment white and, like, kind of freaking out. Um, And that's the end of the episode. So I would like to throw this into the mix. Nothing was accomplished. <laughs> At the end of the day of that episode, yeah. the Vince almost died, was had his you know, tail pulled out of the fire by Max. The Indian guy is still mad. There's still dissension in the ranks. Scales is still the godfather. Fleming is still in charge. Mm-hmm. And 
uh, those people that shot in front of his wife are perfectly free and wherever the fuck they are. Yeah. And literally that entire hour of television, nothing happened from – nothing changed yeah, from the you're beginning right. That's to the end. That's a good end. point. We met Poker Face. That's it. That is the only <laughs> addition of any kind to the show. And the, oh yeah, and the razor is not like caught he's or just free. Now he's, he's just, just part of their gang. gang. I guess now they just have a bomb. Now guy. they've got to bring which and a guy who's mad at the carnival of crime and Vince. Like he should be another guy. Theoretically, would have shown up in the next episode if the show was written well, <laughs> but he does not. I think it's just like a different person writes every episode. And every, like every new person is just like, all right, fuck everything that happened. Like I don't like that. And yeah, I'm just yeah, gonna, yeah. Like, go. Start so it just keeps like going uh, like zigzagging in weird ways. Yeah, for it sure. changes direction every episode. Also, this next episode may have the best example of a show having its budget slashed <laughs> that I've ever seen, and that is uh, so it opens with uh, or so. Uh, that's a that, at the end. Well, the end of that's the last a trend in this season. You can see that. Oh, for sure. The end of the last episode. The other thing we shouldn't mention is that he Endgame. Uh, by the way, this episode is called Endgame. But the end of the preview of Razor, uh, he calls Orwell. That's when we get the reveal of her painting stuff white. But he calls her to tell her that I've got the smoking gun. I've got oh, on video. video he's on right, video. He's yeah. got scales. On video with Fleming's main dude, not the not the chief of police, but like the next guy down, the guy with scales had uh, I thought eaten in the previous episode, but actually only beat up clearly because uh, he shows up in the neck brace. Oh yeah, and eating fast food. I just found out. Did you see that he had a bag of fast food? I was like, why? <laughs> I think like that, I think detail. that guy showed up on set with fast food and was like, <laughs> nah, I'm not, I'm not putting this down. You're gonna, you're gonna shoot around my lunch. Um, <laughs> But he tells her, look, you know, Orwell can drop this. We've got the smoking gun. It's going to go crazy. The next episode opens with it's on the news. It's everywhere. Right. Shocking allegations of Ark being in bed with criminals, blah, blah, blah. Corruption at the highest level. So we go to uh, Black Chief of Police. By the way, learn his name this episode. It's Marty. Marty. Uh, he's at his house with his wife and kids getting ready to go to work. She's like, this job is tearing us apart. You should just quit and get another job. She's like, it's not that, he's like, it's not that easy. I can't just quit. Uh, the little boy's looking out the window, and there's a like a SWAT team kind of guy who looks in the window. He's like, "Shush," because Peter Fleming has given a press conference addressing this. I don't think that's that happened just yet. That happens after this. We that's we, I, I, it's spoiled. That that would have spoiled it. This is supposed to be the big shock, and then when we come back, okay. we get the press conference and him oh. going to the jail cell to tell him okay. that thing. That's the next. I, I, I've got notes. Uh, okay, no, I, yeah, I trust you because this is the cold open. This is pre credits, so. We see the, the uh, SWAT team looking at the window guy and go, shh. And then the house starts shaking yeah. and it's a, a theoretically the sound of a helicopter, I'm assuming. Uh, I say assuming because we never see a helicopter. Those people do not arrive or leave in a helicopter. I think we're meant to believe the, that they repelled in or something. The first vehicle you see is a news van. Right. Do you know yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, so yeah, it's yeah, probably yeah. a news helicopter. I guess. So Ark is told the – the press to be here to for be this, there. right? Yeah, okay, what... that makes sense. We are never, we do not see a helicopter. There's no need for it. They just were like, oh, we. It's like they wrote in a helicopter, and then we're like, oh, we're you can't afford a fucking helicopter. Just, the, just the sound effects. So they just made the sound effects and made the kid cover his ears. To to what end? If the cops had repelled out of the yeah. helicopter, that might add some drama to the scene. But otherwise, this was just a weird choice that this show made that I didn't understand. 
We come to find out our uh, Fleming wants Marty to take the fall. He comes to see him in the jail cell and says, look, this is how it's going to play out. Not the guy who's on the videotape. This is what I didn't understand. Didn't make any sense. Like they've got the, – we all know this because the fast food guy is right. on it, tape. tape. Yeah, yeah. So I think the idea is – you gotta they go gotta go up. one higher up than him, but not high enough to get to Fleming. So like he's the buffer or whatever. Because the, the the public's gonna yeah. want blood. They're not gonna think it's gonna stop with fast food guy. Yeah. So we give him the chief or whatever. You take the fall, and he tells him basically take the fall. Your wife and kids will be taken care of, and you can go on with your life. If you don't take the fall, I'll kill you. I'll kill them. I'll kill anyone who tries to help you. I'll kill everything. I don't give a shit. Right. Um, <laughs> he gets a public defender who is of course. Dana Faraday, which is a wild conflict of interest uh, and can't just possibly say, be allowed. No fucking <laughs> way. There's absolutely no possible way that that's acceptable, but they do let that happen. Um, and also, I would like to add this. Let him take the fall. He's fucking guilty. I don't have – I don't know why we're supposed to feel sympathy for Marty. It's not like they set it up like he's this innocent man being forced to take the fall He's not innocent. That's true, yeah. He was involved in the initial gun running or uh, weapons thing that he was covering up for him. He was he involved is. in Vince's death, so to speak. He's a corrupt cop all the the whole time. We've never even seen him the one time there's the, like the parade thing or whatever. But it's not like we ever see him uh, – Fighting back against Fleming from the inside or sneaking Orwell information, any sort of move to set up redemption for that character going along would have made this matter. Yeah. But at this point, he's just a bad guy. Yeah. So I don't care if yeah, he yeah, goes yeah, to yeah. jail. He's supposed to go to jail. Uh, so that I guess the me. weird thing is, like, yes, you're right. He is guilty. But what do you – they don't know – what they think he's guilty of is he's innocent of and what right. he, they don't know about he's guilty. Yeah, so they yeah, don't know yeah, exactly yeah, yeah. what uh, charges uh, to file. Um, but yeah, you're right. I mean he, – but he's a bad dude. Yeah. So like I don't have any sympathy. As a, as a right. viewer, mm-hmm. I'm not like, oh, poor Marty. He's, at, he's getting thrown under the bus. I'm like, no, he belongs under the fucking bus. I mean 26 years old, just became chief of police. His <laughs> whole life ahead, ahead of him. Uh, basically, the Vince figures out. Oh well, if he figures out that Dana's going to be the fucking uh, public defender for him, which means she's in danger. There's a terrible line where he's like, uh, "My wife just threw herself at a buzzsaw," and she's like, "And Orwell's like, well, where are you going? He's like, I'm going to go put myself in between my wife and that buzzsaw." It was so wordy. Like there wasn't. <laughs> that's not like a catchy. There was no way to get those two. You had to get buzzsaw across, and then your wife, and then in between your wife and the buzzsaw, and it was just so clunky. Um, and Chris, I don't, I don't want you to blow your top quite yet, but let's address the fact that this episode has seen the absolute climax of this trend of not recognizing people. I thought of the it mess. was the previous one. It is definitely this one. The two of them spend hours together in small places, small talking. confines, having long conversation places, not disguising his voice, not disguising his voice at all. I also have a problem I, – I, again, we've never been able to determine what this cape is actually fucking capable of. <laughs> is there magic involved? I submit in this episode there has to be. be so somebody posts bail from – Marty – gets back to Fleming that Marty's going to kind of work with his public defender as opposed to just taking the fall like he's supposed to, right? So cop shows up. It's like, Marty, you made bail, right? Uh and turns out some anonymous person posted his bail. He's like, I thought it was you to, to uh, the 
to the wife. And uh, they're kind of rushed outside into this big crowd. It's clearly going to be a hit. There's a, a blonde reporter who I thought was Orwell in a wig, not uh, so no. somebody else. The two of them, the reporter and the cameraman, pull out guns. They're there to kill fucking the police chief. Uh, the cape shows up, jumps in front of the police chief, yep. Marty, and his wife. Three different adult human beings. I had to see this twice in order to make <laughs> yeah. sense of what was about to happen. Fleming jumps in, uh, uh, not Fleming, the cape jumps in front of the three of them to shield them from the bullets because he's got the bulletproof cape. He does three smoke bombs, spins in a circle, and everyone, everyone is gone. All four of them disappear. I did not know how. Uh, it's know. not. So it's magic. It's the only way it's magic. Not magic like an illusion. It's fucking actual it's magic. supernatural activity. It's supernatural activity because the way that smoke bomb twirl thing is supposed to work is it's a distraction so that people are looking one way and you're sneaking off the other way. There is no way to coordinate that with four fucking people in a second and a half. It is at sur- four people surrounded by a huge group of other people. They are like horseshoed with a group of other people. They'd have to theoretically <clears throat> sneak through. It's such bullshit. <laughs> it, yeah, it's the most horseshit fucking thing in the entire. Yeah, yeah I don't. Well, it is the second. Unbel- it is the second most horseshit. Oh. We might just oh. get to it. So, well, no, we'll wait. We'll wait because it is the thing that has made me the most angry <laughs> in this entire Ted episode run. Uh, so they sneak out. They, he's got them. He brings them back to some hideout that Max has. Right. So I. So they're some all Italian the, 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 name. Gang's all there. There's all these people. Everybody's there. The Indian, the Rollo, Max, the uh, Marty and his wife and two kids. And to further your point that they were done with that kid, uh, his wife, not his son. His son is not there. The wife's like, he's with his parents. Or he's with my parents. I don't – he's fine. Like there's just no – also I think because Marty's kids are adorable. You would feel yeah, nervous that, for them in that situation. Yeah. We have grown to hate that little blonde kid. Right. So I don't care. He's just, kind of he's a just a, a there being like in the way at that point. <laughs> like I don't feel sympathy or scared for him. So they show up there. They have this. They're like, we're going to try to figure out how we're going to get Marty and his family out of the city limits or whatever. Get them across state lines. Marty has a come to Jesus moment with the wife. Tells her like, look, this is. Vince was innocent. I was responsible for setting him up. Blah blah blah. She, oh, my, you lied to me. Whatever. A, I felt that was a relatively real scene, and it, she, I thought she she's was a good. I actress. thought she delivered it well. Yeah. I thought uh, there was enough of an explanation too, where he's like, I couldn't protect Vince, but I could protect you and Trip. His fucking kid's name is Trip, by the way. Ugh. Uh, and and my kids and my wife. I had to do the work. Like there was like, okay, I still don't like you, but you're making points that are valid. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. This mo- I did think that scene worked well until uh, <laughs> till the cape. So now, but meanwhile, the cape is there in cape costume this whole time, and he goes, he shows up to the wife, and he's trying to comfort her or whatever because she's all upset. But he won't look at her. He yeah. just like has t- turned his back on her, which I kind of get. Like, okay, I guess like. At least you're making an effort to have her not look you dead in your face. Yeah. Um, which doesn't happen for the rest of the episode. So they smash <laughs> they smash uh, all their cell phones initially, right? But it right. turns out the little girl, she kept her cell phone in her back. She wanted to talk to her friends or whatever. Because so the, Peter Fleming can track them through their – Through their cell phones. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, which is, absolutely makes sense, right? So uh, – I'll buy it. But they show up. Ark is there, right? And they've they've figured out that they own a little trolley car 
that they're going to like that's on a train because uh, Ark is watching the airports and the whatever. Yeah. Apparently not watching. The they train. shut down the, the 40th Street bridge, bridge. Chris. Yeah. It's the only way out, it's <laughs> only way out of town. They got one bridge out of this whole fucking town except for apparently the train, which they are not monitoring for whatever reason. <laughs> the one thing they're just not monitoring. Uh, so they're going to put Marty and his family on this train and sneak him out. However, Ark shows up too fast. So they're like, Rollo and Max, you take the wife and the kids, get them to the train. Uh, Orwell, you take my wife, take her to trip. I'll, me and Marty will get the fuck out of here or whatever. There's a little bit of a chase. Uh, they show up too late, blah, blah, blah. Gunfire. Gunfire, gunfire. Scale shows up. Marty and, uh, Vince, Run, they come head to, uh, face to face with Scales. Scales pulls his gun. Who's he going to shoot? Marty jumps in front of the cape to take the bullet for him. Redemption. Redemption, which is actually the only possible option for his redemption is to sacrifice his life for the life exactly. he took away, right? Perfectly acceptable. Uh, cops show up and arrest Scales. Scales is like, what the fuck? Fleming, when Fleming hears about this, no, Fleming is also throwing you under the bus, you fucking idiot. And the cops are unconcerned about the fact that the cape is there holding a man who's just been shot. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, who's, no, who's a fugitive? Five feet away, five feet yeah. away from them. The cops pick up scales, they, take them away, and yeah, just fucking leave. Leave the other guys. They theoretically are arresting scales because they watched them shoot Marty. <laughs> it makes they no just sense. leave him there. It's, it's insane. Um, I mean, he doesn't like cape him away. Or doesn't anything. cape him anywhere. They I mean, just, they could have done that. At least, like in this universe, first, they could. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <sighs> yeah, cape him away. Nothing. No, nope. didn't, didn't happen. They just sit down right where they are, and the cops leave them there for who knows what reason. <laughs> it is for this reason, so that Marty can have this fucking like, I'm dying. Just let me do this one good. Like he's like, you got to get out of here. And Cape's like, no, I'm not leaving you. He's like, oh, you got to let me do this one good thing. Take care of my kids or whatever. And because uh, Marty had told Vince previously how guilty he felt. But told the cape, not Vince. Right. Had told the cape in his cape costume how <laughs> terrible he felt about what his friend Vince and had the part he played in his death. And he goes, I had this plan. I was going to toss Vince my gun and knock out one of the guards. And then when Fleming handed me that mask, I froze and I was I, – I wake up in hell every day knowing that I'm responsible for my friend's death, this whole thing. So now that he's on his deathbed, Vince goes to him and says, you didn't kill Vince. And he, he takes off his hood. Not his mask. He leaves his mask on. He pulls his hood back to reveal his shitty brown hair. And he goes, you saved him. And Marty looks at him. He's like, Vince? Unbelievable. So this whole time. As, Vin- I, as I was watching that. I heard distantly in my head your voice. What the fuck? I, I bet you. I had to go outside. I had I screamed. <laughs> I rewound it. I paused, and then I walked outside and like vaped and had a bit of my coffee and was like, I need a minute before I proceed. <laughs> the one thing I have complained more about than anything in the entire run of this episode is people not recognizing the cape. And the reason that it turns out they didn't recognize his cape. The hood. Because his hair was covered. Not his face. In that moment, why is the choice, the such obvious choice is to pull the mask off. Reveal your face. It's so simple. To have it just be his hair, only his hair. It's astonishing. It is It is such a wildly incompetent choice. I don't – I can't understand – I can't see a reason why you make – like what's the, what's the positive 
you get from that being the reveal. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Why does the writer – no one in the writer room went, oh, don't you think you should take the cape, like the mask part off? I. What am I getting? I mean uh, – it's insane. It is it – is, I'm getting hot just thinking about it. It is insane. And the only thing I can think is that m- the mask is secured too well. Is there something where they, he can't take the mask – like the actor, like in the production of the I show. I was just going to say here's He the can't reveal – he can't pull the mask off because it's secured too well. Right. Like the writer said – like it was written yeah. like and then he, he reveals himself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or whatever. Yeah. And then like when they're actually shooting it – yeah, there's a problem with the, ah, we can't, can't get, get the, eh, just like, take the fucking hood. Like, at this point, they're <laughs> who like. Who gives a shit? Yeah, who yeah, cares? yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the only thing I could think, because made unless me. somehow some time traveler created this to fuck with you Me specifically? Personally. Yeah, 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 yeah. It is, it is such a maddening choice that I do not, I just, I was, I was furious. Anyway, he leaves him there, fucking, the wife and kid are on the train with Rollo. And uh, they're going. Rollo's going to stay with them until they're safe. She doesn't see Marty get shot, but she hears the gunshot. She's like, "What about Marty?" And he's like, "Just go, just go." So they're free. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Orwell gives a, a press conference at the end and says, "Like uh, the fugitive Marty, whoever." Now here's my other problem with this. I don't understand why. Like, what is the cover? I understand that uh, Fleming owns the police. He can make them do whatever they want, right? But for the news and for yeah. the public, what is the cover for the police being sent after Marty and his family once Marty's made bail? So Marty's only out of jail because someone posted bail for oh. him in an attempt to kill him, right? So then he goes he, – he disappears or whatever. But – He's only he's out of jail legally. His right. bail has been posted, so you don't get. I, I understand, like you have to check in at your court date or whatever. But he's not on house arrest. He can go wherever the fuck he wants as long as he shows up for court. Maybe the disappearance thing they counted that as jumping bail. But he right. hasn't jumped bail because he hasn't had his court date. Right. You don't you don't jump bail. Oh, yeah, jump, yeah. You're on bail until right. you show up for your yeah, court date, yeah, right? Yeah. right? And when yeah. you're on bail, you can go to the mall. You can go to work. You might have to surrender your passport or something. But there's no evidence that he fucking got on a plane. Yeah, so like right. he's just a free man, and you have sent the police, Gosh, the cops after him. Out of him. It's it's like they go to his house, they're tracking him. They're not they're not even like in costume. It's not like he said. Or do they say scales? Or I mean, is well, that, no, scales definitely shot him. But the but, uh, but Ark was only there because they were chasing after fucking Marty. Right? They're tracking yeah. Marty's phone. They're tracking the kid's phone. That's how they find him. So why are fully uniformed police officers tracking down a man who's just right. legally out yeah, on yeah, bail? Yeah. Doesn't make any sense. Hmm. Um, but he says – so there's this press conference and Fleming says, look, you know, uh, the fugitive Marty whoever was unfortunately killed by the criminal Scales. Scales is in fucking uh, custody and this is a safer day thanks to ARC because ARC officers have taken down all these bad elements or whatever. There, Someone in the audience is like, what about the cape? And he's like, the cape's also a criminal. Um, and then they, they ask a bunch of weird – Follow-up questions, oh, yeah. I thought. The one girl's like, well, she says something like, and what about the masked vigilante known as the cape or whatever? He's like, the cape is also a criminal and we'll be taken to justice. And she's like – other people are kind of yelling questions and she like forces – the same uh, reporter forces out to answer the question, well, what about people have uh, – regular citizens uh, reporting cape sightings? Yeah. <laughs> 
I don't. That's right. Why? But we all saw the cape on yeah, TV. It's on TV. It was on TV. We know the cape exists. Like that is the least of all of it. Right, 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 right. right. I thought she was going to say like, "What about regular?" Like he's saying the cape's a criminal, and I thought her response was going to be, well, "What about regular citizens saying that the cape has saved them or rescued right. them from criminals or something?" Like some sort of comeback that the cape is a good guy. No, just like, well, what about people saying they saw the but cape? No one's denying his existence. Maybe he exists. Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. Yes, we do know. And we're going to take him into custody. That's what I oh, just God. said to you. That's so um, And then we get Max and uh, Vince in a trailer, right? This is the – yeah, this is the, end of the, this is the end of the episode. And he's Max has a bottle of Vietnamese snake, snake wine, wine. Which, which I'm is, sure is made up. I know. Well, here's the thing. It has been made up in enough – Terrible TV shows that I'm assuming it does exist. Like TV shows. Oh, you've heard of that before? Like I've seen it in a lot of shit. Oh, I think there's a Rambo where he drinks it. I feel like snake wine or snake whiskey is. I'm gonna look it up. Um, is is like a thing I've seen in like other movies. So I just assume like it's enough of a trope that it might be real. Oh, okay. Um, I'd never. Oh yeah, it's for sure. Actually, I will say this much to this point. Sim, like the they got the bottle right. They did. That they, is that's the like the bottle they were pouring from. All so right, good on you, Kate. Good, oh, good. Authentic. Good job, uh, Kate. He's like this is Vietnamese snake wine. A friend of mine named Karma. Uh, uh, Jesus Christ, uh, a stripper, I assume. Snuck. But here's what's weird: a, a friend of mine named Karma snuck it out during the war or whatever. Why did she have to do that? I don't understand what's illegal about it. It's just that's odd. (laughs) Buy it and take take it it where you're going. But whatever. He snuck it out. She pours him each a glass. And he's like, it's said to imbue uh, the drinker with immortality. And they both drink it. It's clearly terrible. And like, oh, my God, so bad. Then they have another glass. Right. And he's like. uh, Nobody lives forever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We know that. We know that. That's 100%. He also says something along the lines of like. uh, if If your friend died in your arms. Yeah, moments ago. <laughs> yeah, the last thing that I would want to hear. Reminded. From, hey, nobody lives forever. He says. Uh, he he says like, should I uh, should I ask where karma is now? And he's like, probably not. Uh, and he's like, nobody lives forever. And 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 then uh, uh, Max says to karma, and Vince says to Marty, and then it goes to credits. And that's the end of the fucking cape. That is the end of. The I show. was so because like I will say that leading up into the beginning of this episode. I was like, oh, they're wrapping shit up, right? Yeah. They've got evidence. Fleming is doing a thing. They've got proof of corruption. They bring a Marty into the fold. I was like, oh, this is going to be the wrap-up that at least we get some sort of conclusion. Not the case. Can we, can we first of all point out that you only see chess in action mm. in the first episode of this series and never again? Well, Does he, he show up again? I think he shows up once more – Maybe in the second okay, episode. I maybe. think in the early couple episodes. But we don't see him again. No, no, no. He's just done being. He, no, chess. then it's just Fleming, and then we get chess like in his head. Yeah, and that that seemed to me. Oh, that's leading up to like a chess versus. Yeah, game. yeah, yeah. Chess is going to be out in control of right. Peter Fleming's body or whatever. No, no, not at we all. We don't get any. We don't get any. Chess. We just see scales. We again. get scales, which I'm actually. I like scales. I like scales. Uh, I like him and his cake. Best character. Oh, hands down, the best character on the show. Him and uh, Max. Him and Keith David are the That's best true. characters yeah. on the show. No question. Overall, do you recommend someone watch the cape? Um. Keep in mind, they're probably not going to have hour long conversations about it. Uh with a friend. They're just going to watch it. I'd 
say why not, I mm-hmm. guess it would be. Uh, I mean, it, it, there are fun elements to it. I mean, I found myself like wishing harm on Peter Fonda. Like I want <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, wanted yeah, him yeah. to get him and I wanted right. him to be with his family again. So the fact that I felt that way in some regard means I, I guess it functions in some way. But it's just – I've it's Swiss cheese, man. I've never yeah. – this whole show has holes all over it, things sure. that don't make sense. That's very true. Things that are hard to understand. I would say if if some at some point this show ends up on like a TV, a network you can watch in a hotel and yeah. you're like sick, sure. Yeah, there you go. I say doing the work of going to the NBC app and watching all those goddamn commercials. Oh yeah. It's almost too much. I don't think there's enough of value here. Maybe watch an episode or two with your friend. If, if you have a buddy and you're stoned and you just watch like Avengers and you go, oh, you want to see like dumb superhero shit, get a little high, watch an episode or two of The Cape. You'll have a good time. Don't commit to 10. Don't commit to the whole series because it's just, you're not, you're going to be disappointed. I yeah. Think, I think. Because it does have promise to it. Like it. Yeah. Like on the, on the surface of it, it's like, okay, a cop becomes like a superhero and they yeah. sort of create this. Gotham City type world with mm. a sort of rogues gallery. Be like, oh, okay, yeah. I, I'd get into that. I could get into mm. that. No, it's just not. It, it doesn't deliver on what it, it promises. certainly doesn't deliver on what it promises. Also, the the overall. So I would say the conceit that he has to hide his identity from his wife and kids because Fleming is a threat to them if they know mm-hmm. is out the window because she knows. Marty has told her, right? Yeah. So yeah, she yeah. knows. So the fact there's like 20 minutes left in that episode and we still don't – we, we never get a reunion with him and his wife. That is really annoying. Also, the other scene we forgot is Orwell takes the wife and kid back to their apartment and she's checking it for bugs. Oh. God, yes. uh, it was it, so weird. And she's like, she's got a thing that she's checking. She's like, oh, it picks up UHF and VHF and whatever signals and one hertz to 66 hertz or whatever. And uh, the, she's going all this technical stuff. And then Dana just goes, so were you born in Port City? I don't remember the name of the fucking town. Like, that's such a weird follow-up question. And she's like, no, army brat. Bounced around a lot. Boarding school. Blah, blah, blah. Was she an army brat? She's fucking Chess's kid, <laughs> right. right? I I I took that as her covering. I guess yeah. I don't know. It just seemed weird. And also, we didn't get anything out of that scene. She goes, "Your husband loves you," and Dana's like, "He did." And then she leaves. and then she and she goes, "Good luck." Yeah, walks out, and then walks <laughs> she, out the fucking door. She does it was say the good coldest luck. shit I've ever seen. There was also like she was being a bitch to the the, to the, the mom. mom even earlier when they when she, when Orwell shows up at the hideout. That they have brought Marty and his family and uh, Dana to. There's a moment where she walks in and she pauses. She stares Dana in the face. Yeah. And then without saying a word, she just turns and starts talking to somebody else. And I was like, "You? Why are you being I a bitch to this woman? Is she jealous? Because they 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 do play a little bit with chemistry between. I uh, get or, you. Uh, I don't Orwell like that. Like don't. You know – It's not helpful. It's not helpful. It doesn't add any real drama to the show because you know he's not going to go with you. He's here for his wife. And you show it multiple times. You like how much he loves his wife. Like that's yeah. why you're helping him. So it just doesn't – Maybe she still had a migraine like, and just couldn't deal with it anymore. Yeah, yeah. Maybe the actresses don't like each other. Maybe that was just some <laughs> like real heat. <laughs> uh, like they blame each other for person. getting the show canceled. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
Um, yeah, so don't watch this show, I say. Um, do you have anything you want to plug? Let's be out there, sir. Oh, yeah. I'll be at uh, – if you live in Austin, I'll be at Cap City Comedy Club, uh, I think, June 25th to 28th. Um, so, yeah, come yeah, on by. Do that for sure. Uh, go to Uh Check out the podcast. Follow us on Twitter. Oh, uh, next week, I think I'm going to start – we have covered the original version previously on this show, but there is a 2005 remake of Kolchek the Night Stalker. If you remember, if you listen to the podcast, uh, Pat Dean and I covered that. So I think we're going to do the follow-up, try to get Pat Dean back on to watch the 2005 remake, which looks uh, real bad. So oh, wow. I am okay. curious to see how that plays out. It's only going to be 10 episodes. So come – yeah, so we're going to do that next. You can watch all of them on – I want to say it's the ABC app, but it, or ABC.com, or it might be the NBC.com. I don't remember, but check. I'll, I'll tweet it once I remember which one it is. I'm pretty sure it's ABC. Uh, but, yeah, so we'll do Night Stalker next, and rate, review, subscribe, five stars, do all that good shit, and we'll see you next week. <laughs>